Hello folks, Finn and Lydia back from Morning Edge Wellness. A very, very special guest with us today uh, at Vitality Expo. Um, Patrick Hoffer, welcome. Good to be back. I, absolutely, back for a, a good few years. I mean, I'm good. I, I know, I'm I couldn't to... believe it's been like five years without a show here. I know, it's been a bit of a void, but it's nice to see we've filled the vacuum fairly well this year. It's right? looking fantastic, and the whole health food trade has really, um, you know, grown and matured and solidified. And got vibrant, got more vibrant, yes. I feel, as well, isn't it? There's like, there was a, I, mean, I mean, when I was growing up in the trade and mm. uh, around my, my parents' health food store, there was a certain sense that this is a fringe thing, this is a marginal yeah. thing, this is something that people, you know, mm -hmm. a sort of a hair Hairy hippie thing, you know? hairy hippie. But hairy hippie is yeah. probably a good thing. <laughs> but um, but it's also that I find that people now they really know so much more. It's really yeah. noticeable now. Yeah. Thinking back to a few years ago, when you talk to people on the stands now, they're like, oh, have you heard of turmeric or have you heard of protein powders? Or have you heard? And they all just say, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I know about that. And they have yeah. actually like, a good level they're of pretty knowledge. Switched on. It's exciting yeah. to see that people are actually going out and finding out that information themselves. Yeah. And it's like, yes, one of the things we're working with is a, a, a protein powder that's, that's uh, sweetened with contemporary fruit extract. And like, I mean, even some people, most people get confused by that one. But if you said stevia or xylitol or mm. they yeah. you know they'd instantly kinda of go, Oh I know what that does, I know who can take that. And they know why. Yeah. And so a lot of that comes back to mm -hmm. GI, GL, which was I mean that's, that's your baby. Well yeah, I mean in the nineteen eighties I was actually just speaking to Professor Wooler and David Ludwig, who's a professor at Harvard nutrition. Uh, and they invented glycemic index uh, back in the early 1980s. Wow. And that was proving that uh, the sugars in different foods raise blood sugar at a different speed. Yeah. And that was the glycemic index. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the glycemic index on its own is limited. Yeah. Because you can have a food with a low glycemic index, like below 50, mm -hmm. but it's it's full of it has carbs. Of that thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the glycemic index was only ever the quality measure. Yes. And then I realized um, in the 90s yeah. that you need to know the quantity. Yeah. That's where Atkins went wrong. Yeah. Because they just did quantity yeah. of carbs. And even today, everyone's getting very excited about ketogenic diets. Mm. Yeah. And, um, and you know, low, very low carb. And they're controlling their carbs with yeah. just Quantity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they say, you know, 30 grams of carbs a day. But it doesn't matter what the quality of carbs. It doesn't matter what the quality. Like whatever. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I, I actually, am, I'm exploring these things all the time. I'm yeah. actually wired up. I've got a device. You feel, feel my arm there. Oh, continuous blood sugar monitor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, cool. So I'm kind of, I'm, I'm plugged in right now. And right. I actually, you know, just had lunch. Okay, go so on. My blood sugars. You know, averaging about five, it's just popped up to 6.9. So it's within the last hour you've eaten, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, probably in 30 minutes it'll be back to five. That's fascinating. So I'm monitoring things all the time. Great, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the glycemic load, yeah. and what I say in my books, you know, is you want 40 GLs a day, 10 for a main meal, five for a snack. Yeah. It really works. Yeah. And uh, in fact, last time I was here, probably the same will happen now. I get loads of random people come up to me and say thank you yeah my type 2 diabetes has gone gone there you go guys you know? type 2 diabetes gone, gone. Finished. And we're not, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not just like a hocus yeah. pocus thing no. this is like this is actually totally. what you can do and yeah. type 1 diabetes where you you lose the ability to make uh, insulin in the pancreas yeah. uh, one guy came up to me and he had reduced his insulin dose by 75% wow 
You know? And I mean, that's that's really a condition that people are given, yeah. like, okay, there is your sentence for life. This yes. is what you're going to have to live yes. with, isn't it? I mean, yes. that's, that, that's powerful stuff. Yeah. It's really empowering as well. Indeed. That's, that's one of the best things, I think, about what I know of, of your work, is that yeah. empowerment aspect that people can, like, yeah. Here are the tools. Yeah. Go home. Mm-hmm. Do a little bit of work, yes. and you'll be your life will be hugely more exactly. qualitatively enhanced. Yeah. And then, yes. sorry, it seems like what's also nice is we've been talking a lot on our podcast about how people need to learn to listen to their bodies mm-hmm. and actually try stuff for themselves, not just yes. take the information and go, oh, it works for that person. Yes. It might not work for me. And with you, like doing that monitoring, you're yes. literally doing that in real time all the time. But it's kind of for yeah. people to have that awareness. Okay, they're not going to be wearing a device like that, but to take it, yeah. try it, and see. Like, how does this work for me? How do I well, feel? What's I've happening? I've also been monitoring my ketones. Okay. Interesting. Great. Because uh, one of the questions that's really been occupying me for the last few years is the human body can run either on glucose, which it prefers, uh, or on ketones, which are generated from fat. So if you fast and your blood, your glycogen, which is your stores of sugar used up, you switch over to running on fats. Yeah. Now, muscles can actually burn fats, but neurons, the brain, can't. Yeah. The brain can only run on glucose or ketones, which are made in the liver from fat. And then what I discovered was that babies run on ketones exclusively right. for the first six months. Wow. So, so While being breastfed. Wow. But, and, and yet breast milk has so much sugar in it, we'd be surprised that there was... Well, Here's a really interesting thing, because um, uh, Paul Kenny, who actually came from Dublin and now works in New York at Mount Sinai University, he did this experiment which really got me thinking. Uh, he gave rats nothing but sugar. And, you know, they, con- they ate some and they controlled their appetite, and after a month he could measure a bit of weight. Okay. But basically they leveled out. Okay. He then fed rats only fat. Same thing. After a month, they gained a little bit of weight, but generally they modified their intake. Yeah. Then he fed them half sugar, half fat. Yeah. He actually gave them cheesecake, and um, it was gross. Uh, they just binged. They got covered in the wow. stuff. They couldn't stop. And after one week, they were gaining significant weight, wow. and they actually became obese, wow. addicted. And then uh, when he gave, when he reintroduced them to normal rat food, chow, Uh, they actually wouldn't eat it. Uh, They would put up with mild foot electric shocks. Wow. You know, before before eating. Exactly. Because the human study wouldn't stop to buy Exactly. (laughs) So that got me thinking, like, where in nature do you find fat and carbs? Mm. And, you know, nuts, you know, fat and protein, grains, you know, carbs, little protein, meat, fat and protein, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And the answer is, There is nowhere in nature where you find fat and carbs Mm. except for dairy products. Yeah, interesting. Right? Okay, yeah, wow. And in dairy products, Mm. you get a lot of fat and you also get carbs. Now, what do we know about dairy products? Well, one thing we know is that uh, they produce what are called casomorphines. These get you addicted. They're like opioids, right? And the other thing we know is that, and, and this is really this ketone thing with babies, yeah. is that combo will get you to make fat really fast. And you may or may not know, but milk actually has a very low glycemic load. Yeah, interesting. However, what? it produces four times more insulin mm. than you would expect yeah. from its glycemic load. So it really raises insulin. Insulin drives 
sugar into storage as fat. Okay. So yes. you've got a little baby. Yeah. What you want is them to get addicted to breast milk yeah. and store fat because they're actually running on fats. Yeah. And that little brain of theirs is building a million connections a second. Wow. Yeah, it's totally amazing. Right? Wild. And if you feed neurons, brain cells, ketones or glucose, yeah. they go for the ketones. Okay. Right? Really? Yeah. So your brain will opt for ketones, even though your rest of your body will opt for glucose first, yes. by and large. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, we've got to right sizes, because what happens is the keto guys say, I should be doing this all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and they say, and I think this is a bad argument, to be honest, yeah. they say carbs are not an essential food group. Wow. You know, they say, you, you, you know... Speak to people in the Katavan diet. I don't know. Well, I know. <laughs> and, and it's kind of false because, you know, all the polyphenols and the antioxidants, yeah. you're, you're getting it's that in carbs. And actually, it. saturated fat is not an essential food group either. Yeah. So it's, it's a bad argument. Do we really want to keep off yeah. the entire fun part of our diet? <laughs> exactly. And that's the point, because you can reverse diabetes with a ketogenic diet. And you can reverse diabetes with a low GL diet. Uh -huh. um, so why do we have this double option? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and now what I've been learning is that when you do go on a fast, for example, or a, or a no carb diet, it switches on a, a process called autophagy, which repairs all the damage inside your cells. This is fascinating. Something yeah. Quite a bit about, yeah. yeah. Dr. Rhonda Patrick has done some work with this and a few other. Exactly. Um, but you've kind of got two things going on in your body. You've got repair and growth, yeah. and you want both. Uh -huh. And there are, there are switches, like insulin makes you grow, yeah. and uh, you know the ketones make you repair, and yeah. so on. But you need both. Yeah. If you have too many carbs, you get overgrowth. Yeah. Look at breast cancer, obesity, etc. Mm -hmm. But if you have... Uh, you know, if you fast, you know, for a very long period of time, yeah. it's actually worse. Yeah. So a period of time, you get repair, and then you want growth. Interesting. You yes, know? of course, it's basic. Yeah. Like everything exactly. Basic. Yeah. And we're designed like that, you know, for feast and famine. Brilliant. Okay. You know, the summer, the winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. You know, etc. Yeah. Anytime you say that to people, when people are yeah. like taking like fish oils in our shop or yeah. whatever, and they're yeah. saying like, and, and they say, oh, should I be taking this? I'm like, well, okay, how long have you been taking it for? And yeah, they say, yeah. oh, for you yeah. know the last six years. I'm like, with no breaks. Like, well, no, I don't agree with that because yeah. there are certain nutrients. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, if you if, if cells need vitamin C, which they do, sure. or omega three, which they do, etc., etc. Yeah. My view, okay. you know, I'm, I'm in my 60s now. Sure. Um, my view is that you want them all the time. Chronically high. You, really? You yeah. want those nutrients okay. all the time. Okay. I mean, one of the really hottest uh, areas of science right now is telomeres. Yeah, big time. Uh, because your, you know, your DNA is in that spirally chromosome. This is the end of the shoelace. Though. The end of the shoelace, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And every time you make a new cell, it shortens by one degree. So yeah. you can measure effectively how long you've got to live. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's over 25,000 studies now mm -hmm. looking at what's associated with longer, shorter telomeres. Yes. And all I've done in my life is I've looked at the science mm -hmm. and actually I followed the logic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes the big studies come later. Yes. And I've upped my vitamin D and omega-3 and lowered my homocysteine with B vitamins and yeah, yeah, eat yeah, a low GL diet and uh -huh. had nuts and seeds. And then you find that everything I've been doing is associated with longer telomeres. Yeah, so for my birthday, I thought I would have a test. Yeah. And you I got the telomere test? Yeah, I did. Oh, cool. And I have the average of a 29-year-old. Wow. You know? High five. High five. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, even to be able to run three or four years off. I mean, one of the guys I follow, Ben Greenfield online, yeah. he, he's quite big on telling me thing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. did his tests, and he was in—he was a weightlifting guy for a lot of his early life before he began to kind and of cotton on to a lot of these kind of, you know, yeah. fasting, feeding yeah. restriction, yeah, you know, yeah. basic high temperature, a lot of that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And his telomeres, when he tested them last year, and he's a 
fit guy, fit, healthy guy. We're three years older than you are, so he's, he's yeah, 33, yeah. 34, and his summers are 36. Uh, yeah, yeah. It? yeah, the other way around. Wow. Yeah. Something else. Okay, so, so you're doing something right. So I'm going to believe about the omega 3s now. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's a lot to So I think in. the GL really works. Interesting. And, and also, you know, carbs with protein is good. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing is true, fat with protein. Yeah. So there's a kind of modifying effect. I'm not a fan of a ketogenic diet that has a, is really based on a lot of meat and yeah. a lot of the dairy products. Thing, I think definitely is, has been shown like it increases like IGF-1 and like... Yeah, there's a lot of problems there. Yeah. And I think that's where the keto diets have kind of gone a little bit overboard. So right. you have to, you know, you don't want too much protein. You want yes. enough and not too much. And so were there any things that you discovered in your own kind of like transition? Obviously, it's nice to yeah. be able to be told that you're doing everything right. Yes. But was there anything that you kind of like adjusted that you found like actually that you need to make changes to or, or, the, or things that... that have come up well, for you where you've kind of significantly gone like actually no I'm changing my mind on this I'm kind of yeah well I think what I've been I've also because I've been biohacking yes, you know my yes. G-score glucose my K-score etc yes. I've actually been working with uh, top professor Kieran Clark at Oxford University okay. and she's invented pure ketones okay right. they're, they're just ketones okay. and it's very interesting because when you read you can't buy them this is not better how to actually be great no it's it's, it's it. pure ketones okay. okay and the label is fantastic because it says zero percent fat zero percent protein zero percent carbs zero percent fiber <laughs> we finally got the stuff yeah. for the selling of the empty yeah. bottle <laughs> yeah and you know for research purposes if, if i take a slug of it yeah. up goes my ketones yeah, but what really works uh, you know because coconut oil has been in the news a lot. Mm. And some stupid professor in America and various dietitians who yeah. haven't got a clue what they're talking about say, you know, it's poison. Because, why? It's high in saturated fat. Mm. What's wrong with saturated fat? Well, we all know it causes heart disease. Yeah. Well, show Do me we? the evidence. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. exactly. But actually what happens is um, coconut oil is what we call a medium chain triglyceride, mm. which is to do with not too many, uh, fat is a carbon chain and it has six C6, yeah, C8, yeah. you know, C10, C12, C12 yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yes. But the one that's really nice is C8, carbonate, yes. which is yeah. caprylic acid. Yes. So I've been experimenting with, this is a, a sub-fraction of coconut oil. Mm. So I've got coconut oil, mm -hmm. and I've distilled these out until I've just got a pure coconut oil mm -hmm. that is just C8. C8. Mm. Okay. And it doesn't need any transport mechanism. You drink it, it goes into the blood, goes into the liver, up go the ketones. Yeah, straight away. So I've been measuring that. Hey, interesting. You know, interesting. So that's very cool. cool. And so your, your ketosis, yeah. uh, what, what sort of levels do you maintain? Like, do you, do you fast to, to achieve this a lot? Or do you, do you believe in the idea of using well, ketones all the time? Or yeah, I have a book that's going to come out next year on this. Okay. And how to switch. Because it's a teaser. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it kind of is. But also, there's, um, uh, you know, the question then becomes, what's the quickest way to get into a ketogenesis yeah. and how long do you need to be there yeah and uh, you know there are various different answers to that the one of the sort of clearest studies so far shows that if you do five days mm -hmm. on a lower calorie ketogenic diet you get all the cell rejuvenation effects that you could possibly want okay. so that's the probably the shortest you know really significant rejuvenation okay now yeah. Then I've also been testing 16 and 18 hour intermittent fasts. Mm -hmm. So uh, what I did yesterday, today was a bit weird because I had to leave at you know, 4.30 in the morning or something. Choose your fast yeah. Yeah. But what I, would, what I might do, for example, is have an early dinner at 6 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And I've decided I'm not actually going to you know, eat anything with any carbs 
until noon the next day. Yeah. So that's giving me an 18-hour intermittent yeah. fast. Okay, yeah. Now, um, I don't normally run on coffee, yeah, because uh, actually coffee has some negative effects mm -hmm. in this area. Mm -hmm. But it does speed. I mean, coffee, you know. Uh, Coffee gives you energy like a like a bank loan gives you wealth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. That's really good enough. Right. Uh, however, coffee does slightly speed up going into ketosis, uh, which is a bit like when you start a new business, you want a bank loan. Yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah. So yesterday I got up in the morning and uh, I got a smoothie and I got a carb-free almond milk, a shot of C8, a little bit of coconut oil, a big spoonful of almond butter teaspoon of raw cacao, no sugar, a little bit of cinnamon, yeah, nice. uh, and a coffee. And I whizzed it up uh, and made, I call it my hybrid latte. Yeah, nice. There's the secret. The okay. book's going to be the yeah, hybrid okay. diet. Okay, nice. Right, yeah, the yeah. hybrid diet. Good. And, um, you know, you feel amazing. It really satisfies you. Yeah. I can cruise it through till 12 o'clock, and at 12 o'clock I'm going to have a really good meal. Yeah. So I'm experimenting. Great. And all nice. will be revealed in March in detail. We look forward to it. But I think, you know, the GL is a very, very important part of it. Yeah. Uh, it definitely works. Yeah. But I think there are diseases like when people have these brain cancers yes. and epilepsy is yes. another. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there are certain conditions where a ketogenic diet can be very, very good. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for spending so much time with us. Pleasure. Cool. Great. And thanks for sharing some of your insights. All right. Definitely. And we will, uh, we'll enjoy the rest of the show. I will do. And we hope to see you back here next year. Absolutely. absolutely. We'll have following. a serious chat about the hybrid diet we will wait to see in the spring. Yeah. Savage. Great. Thank you so much. Part two. Yeah, yeah. Pleasure. Indeed. Absolutely. Definitely. I know like, really didn't get to chat and so I have a lot of questions today. I have a many, but you mine are all kind of pregnancy and ah. birth and postnatal related. So That's we'll do it. another one. Yeah, yeah but it is, you know, this thing babies running on ketones apparently I mean you see you know my stepdaughter is vegan and when she became pregnant I begged her to take omega-3 so I'm actually going to give a talk soon called uh, sometimes it's hard to be a vegan right because there's a big push in veganism and you've got to be really careful I mean you really have to know what you're talking about now I'm going to say this not because I'm anti-vegan because I'm not but you may know there have now been 10 vegan infant deaths right and the last one was actually from a, a couple who owned a health food shop. And uh, the woman breastfed her baby. She didn't realize she herself was B12 deficient. Uh, the baby got no B12, uh, severely undernourished and died. So, you know, a vegan diet is probably not evolutionarily what we're designed to do. Yeah, for most of us. Um, and, but if you do do it, you really got to know about omega-3, vitamin D, B12, selenium, get enough zinc, you know, get enough protein. So it's not undoable. It's doable. And actually, I was uh, 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 reprimanded by the chief dietitian of the Vegan Society because I was pointing out that the only two foods that have functional B12 in them, spirulina does not, uh, was shiitake mushroom and lava seaweed or nori seaweed. And she told me off. She said it's just not enough and it's not reliable enough. You need to tell people that they should supplement or eat supplemented fortified foods. I got right. told off. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> that happens. And you were kind of pushing her, her boat. In, yeah. in a way. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, vegan, great. Yeah, you know, we'll be bloody careful and do it. Reaction against the shit that's been happening to animals. But don't go from a 
junk food diet onto a vegan junk food diet because you're going to end up exhausted. There are a lot of tired vegans. Yeah, it really is. That's, yeah. that's what we're finding, isn't it? Yeah, it's time. We're and it's, I think it's about anything, though, really, isn't it? If you're going to do it, be informed and yes. go and find the information. Yeah. Don't just kind of do it as a soundbite yeah. thing, like, oh, vegan. No, I mean, yeah, I think if you say, what's the, perf what's the most likely to be the perfect diet, I would, I would say I'm a vegan. That is a fish-eating vegan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was in, um, yeah. uh, off the coast of Wales there recently. I was with two of my buddies, uh, one of whom had turned vegan about maybe a year ago, flip-flopped a little bit, had the odd bit of cheese, but basically he's turned vegan. And very much for ethical reasons, as opposed to like his own personal health. And while we were out there in Wales, we said, "Oh, well, let's go mackerel fishing." And yeah. he was like, "Oh, fishing! I've seen that on television. That sounds like fun." Yeah. And I was like, "Cool. I mean, you yeah. know, it could be brutal." And I was like, "When you're mackerel fishing, you're mackerel fishing. You're putting yeah. up a lot of mackerel." I was quite happy to do it. I don't have that necessarily, yeah. but I'd, I'd like to honour the things that are being yes. But so anyway, we're on this boat, ten tourists. All of a sudden, it's a strike on the line, and there's just mackerel flying overboard. You might as well have yeah. just sat down; and you would have just been covered in them. And and when we when they were being put into the bucket, they were just sitting, flopping around. He was kind of looking around, going, kind of drawing this connection, going, I, I can't. I was like, actually, I can't either, to be honest yeah. with you. Like, there's still something, like, eight of those people on the boat weren't even thinking of the little lives in the bucket. Yeah. And most of them didn't take the mackerel home to cook them. It was just yeah. the sport of the but catching. I, yeah. I mean, my view is that life sacrifices itself to life. Yeah, yeah Everything yeah. is energy. Yeah, we're absolutely. all in a cycle. Yeah. And we're going to die too. Yeah, yeah, for it, sure. it goes round. Okay, so yeah. if I eat a fish, or I have a piece of meat about six times a year, or something yeah. like that, I I want to make sure it's an animal that's been treated as well as possible, yeah. and I want to eat the whole thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want it to waste. I yeah. hate seeing people yeah. order a piece of meat or fish and leave. Yeah. So you know, if that animal's energy and life is coming into me, yeah. I better have a worthy life. Absolutely. Thanks, yeah. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you so much.